Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and 30-year business coach. Listen in as amazing, world-changing authors, speakers, and coaches share their struggles and victories, and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. Thanks for being here with me today. I appreciate you so much. I'm so glad for the time you give out of your life, out of your day, to up-level yourself, to living a better life as a thriving entrepreneur. You know, it is something that you absolutely can and should have in life. Um, it is yours for the taking. You can live the ultimate life. Imagine just for a minute what your ultimate life looks like. Think about that. Capture that in your, in your mind's eye and hold on to it tightly because I want to bring these guests to you and help you go from where you are right now to living your ultimate life, to being like, wow, life is amazing. I want you to be able to say Often in life, things come up. I mean, it's just a part of life, right? We deal with things. We have stuff that happens to us. Some of the things are things that we do our own crazy, stupid things and we hurt ourselves. And other things are things that others do to us. Um, you know, and there's that third category of things that are just life happens. You know, like nobody did COVID, I don't think. I hope we don't ever find that out. Uh, to us but purely it was something that happened in life that has definitely affected us. And so as we move through life, we then take the things and we control what we can and don't worry about what we can't control. We can't cause COVID to have not existed. We can control how we respond or if we choose how we react to that. We can choose to up-level ourselves. I know people personally, as well as I've heard a whole lot of other stories of people who made massive strides, whose companies exploded during COVID. I was watching Shark Tank the other day, and they were talking about a product um, that is a, a new way of opening a door for mostly commercial buildings. Um, you know, and they went from, you know, him and a couple of his buddies just kind of did it as a fun hobby to they sold like one and a half million dollars worth of their product in the month of March 2020. You know, their business just exploded. It was just a perfect business to have for COVID. I mean, you know, they didn't plan it that way. Um, you know, we've often, me and my friend Craig and others have talked about, you know, what we should have done is just totally pivoted in March and gone hardcore into making masks. <laughs> uh, there's probably some people who are making a ton of money off of that. A lot of the, um, you know, alcohol manufacturers took their distilleries and they used them to make um, hand sanitizer because, you know, there was a shortage on it. Um, so... In every obstacle, there is an opportunity. In every up, there's another even further up. And you can reach and live an ultimate life. You can be like, wow, life is good. You can amaze yourself at how awesome your life is. Until, and I always love painting this picture for people, you're walking through a building. Close your eyes if you're not driving and think about this for a second. You're walking through a building. Maybe it's one of your kids' schools. You walk down the hallway and you see something that is a quote written on the wall. And you read it and you're like, huh, that's a good quote. It sounds familiar. I wonder who it is that said that. And so you take a step back. You take a minute. You turn towards the wall this time and you actually read it. And you're like, I know that quote. And then down at the bottom, you recognize your name. It's a quote from your book. 
Now, isn't that one of the definitions of an ultimate life? You see, the ultimate life is yours. It is available and it is ready and waiting for you to thrive in your life and business. And so today I've got some great guests to bring to you to help you thrive, to help you live your ultimate life. I hope you're ready for it. We're going to take a commercial break and then we'll be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com, schedule a talk with Steve. It's risk-free, it's guaranteed, it's proven we've done it thousands of times what are you waiting for yes your bestseller today.com this time next week you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve reach the people that you came to serve come on now what are you waiting for grab a pen here we go all you got to do is book a call your bestseller today.com go to your bestseller today.com book a talk with steve it's proven it's guaranteed it's gonna happen all you have to do is say yes to your destiny Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. All right, let's jump right into it. The very first thing, seems like it's always the first thing, isn't it? We want to talk about in order to live ultimate, to have an ultimate life, is we need to look at our finances, um, our ability to not only live well now, but to then also be financially free, and have a great retirement. So without further ado, let's find out. Join me in welcoming Robert Augustine. Hey, Robert, how are you doing today? I'm doing great today. It's a, um, it's a good day to be alive and serving. So, Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about you and your background. Well, I um, have had a lot of years in the financial industry. My um, stepfather was a um, speaker all over the country in finance or business. It was called USPAIRA. Um, he gave me a lot of knowledge. Um, I spent 21 years in the Army. And um, when I got out, I decided to get into retirement and insurance with folks. And that's when I found out this gap in how to get people out of debt. Earlier, um, in between some breaks branch, uh, of service, I was... Uh, with a mortgage company for five years. I was a realtor and involved in those agencies. And what I found very often is people were not prepared. And so in every job I've been in, I've been working on helping people rebuild their credit and also put aside the money and understand how money works. And so today it just came to pass that uh, the frustration of watching America, $16 trillion in debt just drove me crazy. Um, and so I tried out a couple of these programs with the insurance companies, but what I found was is they wanted to charge the agent and the client thousands of dollars to do it. And so about the third one, I looked at the guy and says, you know what, I just became your new competition. So I went out and did the research and paid some professionals, spent about um, – you know, 50K on the, uh, on the business and put together this package that I have for the book and also a program that will get you out of debt, and, including your mortgage in about eight years, not paying anything more than you do currently. Wow, that's amazing, including your mortgage, not paying yeah. any more than you do. Yes. All right. So talk to us a little bit. We're going to go into some detail about it, but talk to us a little bit about just what does it mean to be financially free and how much different a person's life can be if they were. Well, when you're busy making payments to everybody, then what you're doing is you're building their retirement, but not your own. And so with our system, um, we help you pay them off and then take that same debt or the same payment that you were paying 
and put it towards your retirement. Because when you borrow money, you're robbing yourself of your future lifestyle and your retirement. What should a person's lifestyle look like when they're in retirement? You should be able to do pretty much whatever you want to. The goal is to not just get by, but to live comfortably. Very often when we set people up on this budget, they'll end up with um, over a million dollars and then they can live off the interest payments. I also recommend that they put it in a fund that's not taxable, something like a whole life policy, so that what they're doing is they're borrowing money from their own money. It continues to make money, but they get tax-free money to, to um, live off of. I know a lot of people like myself, you know, I'm 54, would uh, immediately think, well, it's too late for me. When is it, is it ever really too late? No, it certainly isn't. I mean, certainly the first goal is that debt-free, but also having a plan of when you want to. Um, I've added in the book um, 35 different examples of businesses that you can create um, on your own time. And let's start off with $5 a day and build it on beyond that point so that you can accelerate your payoff and get that money into retirement. Um, I really like what Robert Kiyosaki said. He said that you need to build assets and assets make money when you aren't making money. So I have a portion in the book that talks about that and I'm available um, to be able to talk to people about that plan. That's awesome. So what about for a person that's already retired? Like for example, my mom is gonna turn 83 this year. Um, is it too late for her to improve her lifestyle? No, I don't think so. It's a matter of budgeting and, um, and knowledge. Uh, and that's really gonna have to be on a case by case basis where I can look at where she is and do that. Um, as an example, if anybody has a mortgage, um, just as an example, if you had a $200,000 mortgage at a rate of 6% or lower, um, you're going to pay 400 and some thousand dollars for that home by the end of it. So our goal is to get that paid off early by paying on the principal. So that would improve your lifestyle. Um, having just better use of the funds and protecting your life and having tax-free money would be the route I would look at. That's amazing. So... Uh, much like asking you which of your children is your favorite, what is your favorite part of the book? Well, it's just opening people's eyes to see how the banks and other lenders are taking us to the cleaners. Um, when it comes to a mortgage and, and credit cards, they've taught us that it's better to live, to buy it now on credit, and then we'll have everything we want. But in reality, now we're jammed with payments and we can't live like we want to. And so that's really the favorite part of that is my goal is to go across America and make sure that people understand how that works or how money works. Instead, money should work for you instead of for somebody else. And the book is called The Ultimate Guide to Financial Freedom. Um, teach us a little bit. What is something that a person could do right now to uh, begin to become financially free? Well, um, one of the things I always have is people that look at look for the things that they spend that are really they have no idea. So if you budget and you look at your checking account or your debit card and you see all the money that goes out towards coffee or towards drinks, and I'm not saying stop living, but you can trim that down and look at it, and really, but nobody really does that, maybe annually or more often, is to break down your budget and put down your goals so you have something to work with. Some people have to put their money in envelopes, cash, and then they spend it when they're out of the cash, then they just stop spending. But when you have a debit card, you just stick that thing in the machine and you buy it, and then you're in a bind. So it's more about thinking about that and thinking of ways to build assets. And so People think that their home is an asset, but it's only an asset if they plan to sell it when they retire. Because otherwise it's really just a liability because you're always gonna be upkeeping. So it's just a frame of mind really that we need to change. So would you say that's the number one thing that people find themselves uh, keeping themselves from being financially secure is that all those little things that they're spending money on or is there another thing that 
Well, really, it's, oh, I'm sorry. So it, and if you're using credit cards to purchase and you have a balance, then you're never going to get ahead. You'll be, you'll spend 35 years on that one. But uh, that and just finding a way to invest in yourself, no matter how much it is, start somewhere um, with 10% and putting it into a fund that's protected that's not part of the roller coaster stock market, but put it in an index that runs off the stock market but is not affected if it goes below their principal. Um, that's a great one. And you can do that with a whole life, um, universal life and annuities. I know those all have bad names in the past, but there are a lot of good plans. Um, that's why I went in the industry to find out what's really going on and, um, and just, you know, talk to somebody that you trust and find a better way to put your money in there. You're not going to make any money off of your savings account or your money market, you need something that's gonna do a little better than that, but not risk the principal. And, and so that's the um, avenues I would go to. Mm, that's such a good uh, good piece of advice. And if somebody wants to work with you to get their insurance policies and stuff like that set up, uh, can you work in all 50 states? Um, I have decided to not stay in the insurance business and renew my license because I found a bigger need so they can't get life insurance and they can't invest money in the life insurance unless they get out of debt. And so I decided that I would go the other avenue. So I would just recommend someone to them that they can trust. Um, and, um, you know, on um, that's just the best thing to do. Um, all 50 states is too much to keep track of. Mm, for sure. <laughs> just the licensing alone will bury you. <laughs> yes, sir. You're right. Uh, so, um, for a person who does want to work on getting out of debt, um, can they contact you? How would they go deeper with you? So, um, they can, um, if they go to the, there's a couple of different websites that they can, they can go to. If they go to Robert Augustine Financial, so the Augustine is A-U-G-U-S-T-I-N-E, and then Financial, F-I-N-A-N-C-E. IAL.com, the book you can purchase there also, not just on the other sites, but it has a link to where you can sign up for a membership to what we do is we have a um, Facebook group and other groups where we learn from each other and I have weekly meetings on there. Um, or they can just contact me there and email me. Um, you can email me at um, Robert Augustine 2016 at gmail.com and we'll set something up. Mm, I love it. The book is called The Ultimate Guide to Financial Freedom. Robert, uh, paint a picture for us uh, as we end up here about what life should look like versus what it typically does these days. You shouldn't have to worry about buying things. You shouldn't have to worry about a vacation um, and so you can afford whatever you need because you have no payments. And so then you can go on trips, you can travel. Um, you don't have to say, oh, I'm gonna have to get another job later because I'm running out of money. Um, you should just have money coming in, residual income or some kind of static income so you don't have to worry. I wouldn't um, depend on social security being there uh, forever. Um, there's not much money left in there, but have a good plan where you can buy whatever you want and you're not worried that it's going to run out if you live past 80. Um, and what I hate to see is I like to see people work at Walmart or somewhere like that that are breeders because they want to work, but you shouldn't have to work. And so that's the difference there is that you can purchase whatever you need and live without worry of you're going to run out of money. So much more that you need to learn from Robert. You can go to robertaugustinefinancial.com and go deeper with him. And of course, you can get the book, The Ultimate Guide to Financial Freedom. Yes, Robert, sir. I really appreciate you spending some time with us here today. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. And I'm glad to talk with anybody anytime. My goal is that America is debt-free and people can live the way we were meant to live, which is about with financial freedom. That is yours. Financial freedom is something that is available for you, something that you can and should have in your life. And I know that part of your ultimate life has to do with being financially free enough to be able to really truly do the thing 
that you're meant to do. The stuff, both for fun as well as the things that you're meant to do to make the impact in life. I hope you do have a plan. I hope you do feel financially free in all that you do. Um, and I hope that you are living as a thriving entrepreneur. We're going to take our quick commercial break and then we'll be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet, kind of feeling go to yourbestsellertoday.com schedule a talk with steve it's risk-free it's guaranteed it's proven we've done it thousands of times what are you waiting for yes yourbestsellertoday.com this time next week you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve reach the people that you came to serve come on now what are you waiting for grab a pen here we go all you got to do is book a call yourbestsellertoday.com go to yourbestsellertoday.com Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. So in the last segment, we were talking about your finances, about living financially free planning for your retirement, but also having a life now that is free from the encumbrances that we often, all of us are guilty of, have fall into that keep us from really thriving in our life. I hope you got some really great notes from that. Next, we're going to jump into maybe the most important of all things and that's how to live a stress-free life. How to learn to play big in this world and how to not shrink because of stressors in our life, but to increase and be strong and mighty as we live our ultimate life and we live as a thriving entrepreneur. Are you ready for that? I know I am. Let's jump right into it. Join me in welcoming Chuck Downs. Hey, Chuck, how are you doing today? Hey, Steve, I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good, thanks. So tell us a little bit about who you are and how you show up in the world. Yeah, man. Um, well, you know how, uh, how most people uh, in life want to have uh, less stress and more fulfillment. So when I'm not being a father of three or working on my, my own spiritual, emotional, or physical well-being, then I'm helping people have uh, less stress and more fulfillment in their life through my coaching and through my teaching. And uh, really what that does for people is help them, I uh, help them find their purpose, fulfill their potential and avoid making the big mistake of playing life too small. Ooh, that's big. So often we do that. We play life too small. Yes, we um, do. <laughs> yeah. Talk a little bit about that. Why do we fall into that trap? Why do we play life so small? You know, I, um, I've thought a lot about this because not that long ago, a very special person in my life named Pam reached out to me and uh, she wanted me to read an obituary that she had just written. And I, I read that obituary and, and I told her, I said, it's beautiful and perfect. And she texted me back, Steve, and she said, you know, somebody told me that it was too flowery and too long. And I thought about that, and, and, and I thought about the person that it was written for, and I thought about the, the impact that she had made in the world. And, and, you know, and I texted Pam back, and I said that there are two mistakes that we make in life. And the big mistake is playing life too small, and the small mistake is playing life too big which mistake would you rather make? And when I think about it, you know, you, you, you think about how many times, you know, we let fear control us and prevent us from being vulnerable or real, or we, 
you know, we, we say, oh, it, it's not the right time. The perfect time is later and we never chase our dreams or, you know, or we get comfortable in life and we say, you know, that's it. I got all we need. And, and we, I don't, you know, we don't work as hard. We don't push ourselves as hard and we, we never really realize our full potential. And so I think that fear, you know, fear and, and the what ifs, you know, are two of the big factors that prevent us from, from really living our potential and, and get us stuck into making that big mistake of playing life too small. Hmm. Now you used another interesting phrase. You said the small mistake is playing life too big. Is there yeah. such a thing as playing life too big? Well, you know, I, I've got people that uh, that have asked me about that, and so sometimes maybe you can, you know, maybe you can play too big. Maybe, maybe you, you know, maybe you risk more than what you should have. Maybe you, you know, maybe you were overzealous in going after something. Maybe you used uh, more passion than than what what was called for in the situation. I'm sure that's possible. But I think that if we do that, that that would certainly be the small mistake of playing life too big versus the more, much more common mistake of playing life too small. So what are some of the symptoms? What are, how can we critique ourselves and see if we're playing our life too small? You know, I think, I think whenever we listen to our intuition, and maybe it's more of a feeling, our intuition, but if we've got that, you know, that little voice in our head or that, that you know, that, that feeling in our stomach, or maybe it's even in our heart, that's that feeling of, of discomfort. It's the feeling of, of, of feeling like something is missing. I think that that's a good indicator that we're playing life too small. Um, you know, sometimes it, it comes in the form of guilt, you know, and I think that guilt is a great indicator of, of our soul or our higher self wanting to tap us on the shoulder and, and say, hey, you can do more. You can be more, you can give more, you can, you can have a bigger impact in your life. You know, stop doing what you're doing and start doing more. Hmm. I like that so much. Um, so I know a lot of people that I work with, I'm sure you do it all the time. People really struggle understanding and knowing what their purpose is. Is there an easy solution to knowing and finding your purpose in life? You know, Steve, for years, years and years, I, I felt like finding my purpose was this mystical thing that, you know, that God would one day bestow upon me and the, the heavens would open up and I would, I would realize, oh, this is my purpose. And, and that, that day never came. But what did come to me one day is I was in a class uh, with, with an, uh, a much older, uh, much wiser man than, than, than almost anyone I'd ever met. And someone asked him, you know, what, how do we find our purpose in life? And Steve, this, this wise old man just laughed. And he said, the purpose of life, your purpose in life is very simple. Your purpose is to have fun while serving others. And Steve, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, wow, that's it. That's it. That, I mean, that's the purpose. It's to have fun while serving others. And that has become just a mantra for me. It's become a way that I live. And I just, whenever I'm not feeling at my best or wherever I'm not, whenever I'm not uh, feeling the way that I really would like to feel, I just remind myself, hey, Chuck, have fun and serve others. And that just takes care of everything. And since I've started living with that, that purpose, my life has totally changed. Mm, that's so powerful. Wow, I really love that. Um, you know, I think that leads really great into the next concept, and that's the concept of happiness. Mm. I think a lot of people really struggle even knowing what it means to be happy. Um, so I'm going to ask you my totally unfair question. How do you define being happy? Wow. Um, 
Yeah, that's a totally unfair question, Steve. Um, you know, happiness for me um, is, is really, I would say it's a combination of feeling love and gratitude and joy and wholeness. Um, it's just, I, I think it's just the whole kitten caboodle, as we'd say back home in Mississippi. Um, it's everything. And, um, you know, and, and I think one of the ways to find it is to reflect upon a time that you've had it in the past and then go back to that time and then bring that, that emotion, bring those pictures, bring, bring that to the present moment and then tap into it. And then that's a way that I have found uh, to be able to elevate our emotions is to go back in time to a time that you could, you could resonate or, or connect to that particular emotion. And in this case, happiness. So you used the word joy in part of your definition. So I'm going to mm. push you a little further because um, it's fun for me. Um, <laughs> uh, what's the difference between happiness and joy? Mm. I'm not sure there, there, there really is. I mean, everyone's definition of emotions are different. So for me, you know, the, um, the actual definition is much less important as the meaning or the feeling that it carries. And so joy for me is an exuberance. It's just, it's, it's, it's just, it's just feeling total wholeness and happiness. And I know that we can't use other words to define, you know, the word. So they're all inner for me, Steve, they're all interconnected and, and they just represent kind of an ideal um, emotion and feeling to go through life with. And sometimes the easiest way to define something is by defining what it isn't. So what does a small life look like? I think being less than you can be or do. And, and each person, intuitively, we know what we can be or do. And so if we're living too small, intuitively, we know it. We might cover it up. You know, people do all kinds of things to cover up the pain, to, to attempt to uh, squash the way that they're truly feeling in an attempt to um, to, to not really look in the mirror and say, okay, I'm not living my best. And so I think playing too small, I think that inside each one of us, we can look in the mirror and we know, are we playing too small? And it was something that I did for decades of my life, of my professional career. I was in a career that, that I, I really enjoyed, but I knew that I could have a bigger impact, but I was afraid of going out and chasing that dream. And I knew that I was playing life too small. And so intuitively, I think we know. So what is the best way, kind of teach us here a little bit, how can we really learn how to play big in life? Well, I think it starts, Steve, with a vision. Um, you know, a vision is really that, uh, that memorialized document, whether it's a written vision or a vision board or a mind movie or whatever you have, that's where you dream and where you set the course for the way that you want your life to look. And whenever we memorialize a vision and we ask ourselves, if I had no fear, who could I become? What could I give? What impact could I make? What could I have and enjoy in my life if I had no fear? And answering that question is a great place to start by creating your vision. And what I find with myself and with my clients that I get the privilege of working with is, is our visions evolve, but it's taking that first step. It's, it's recognizing that, hey, I can be more, do more, give more, have more in my life. Let me dream. What, let me memorialize something. Let me get it on paper or on a board or in a movie. And let me stretch a little bit. 
and let me see it and feel it and believe it as if it were real. And then what starts to happening is it's like peeling back an onion. You, you peel it back and then you see more opportunity and more opportunity, more opportunity to, to give and more opportunity to, to become more. And you just continually expand and grow that vision. And as that happens, then our life is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And our impact on others is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. That's so powerful. So for a person who wants to really dive into this, needs a little bit of help from you to be able to really learn to live an epic life, how can they work with you? Well, I, um, for, for the first three years that I was out uh, as a speaker and as a coach, I was doing workshops in, uh, in the corporate setting. And during, uh, during covid um, with, with the extra time because I wasn't hopping on airplanes anymore. Uh, I took that course, that workshop, uh, that I, that I was, it was a one day workshop and I created a five week online course called Epic Life Secrets. And it's a five week course that is a great place for people to start and they can find it at epiclifesecrets.com. That's epiclifesecrets.com. Yes, sir. Well, that's awesome. Well, Chuck, I really appreciate you spending some time with us on the show here today. Uh, Steve, thank you so much for the opportunity to share. I just wish you and your listeners the best. And, uh, you know, I think that, that we're all thriving entrepreneurs, just doing our best that we can. And uh, I would leave everyone with the thought that everything is exactly as it should be. There's no reason to beat ourselves up for living a life too small because that everything that's happened up to this point has gotten us to this point in time to get us ready for that next step and that ability to really live out our potential and follow our purpose and make the very biggest impact that we can make here in our lives. So thank you for the opportunity to share. It's been an honor. That is some really great stuff, stuff that I hope that we all took to heart. Um, we need to not be stressed out in life, and we need to play big to do all the things that we were meant to do in this world, and more than anything else, to maximize while it's called today, to live a life that fulfills our life's purpose, that makes the difference that only we can make in this world. So that at the end of each day, we can say, today was a good day. And so that at the finish line of the race of our lives, because you're going to win regardless, that it is a huge, tremendous victory that you won the race of your life. You ran strong and proud and tall and did the things that only you can do in your ultimate life. We're going to take our next commercial break and then we'll be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity, and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far, and then it just fell off the face of the planet, kind of feeling go to yourbestsellertoday.com schedule a talk with steve it's risk-free it's guaranteed it's proven we've done it thousands of times what are you waiting for yes yourbestsellertoday.com this time next week you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve reach the people that you came to serve come on now what are you waiting for grab a pen here we go all you got to do is book a call yourbestsellertoday.com go to yourbestsellertoday.com Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today as we talk about your ultimate life. 
what is the ultimate life? I hope you're starting to get some clues on that, that you are starting to feel like, you know what? I am on track to live my ultimate life, and this show has helped me even better define it. In the first segment, we were talking about financially, how to have financial freedom and the ultimate guide to it. And then Chuck shared with us how to play big, how to not live a small life, and to let the stressors in life no longer be the thing that controls us. Now we want to jump into, oh, this is big, communication. Now think about it for a minute. If we don't communicate properly, we're never going to have the relationships. We're never going to make the impact that we want to make. We need to learn how to communicate. Here's a little secret. Communicating well is good for the people around you, absolutely. But it also helps you have a better relationship with yourself. Up-leveling all those relationships by something as simple and yet so complex as communication. I bet you're ready to talk about that. Well, then let's jump right in. Join me in welcoming Bill Kersija. Hey, Bill, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you, Steve? I'm doing good, thanks. So tell us a little bit about you and how you show up in the world. So, uh, so a little bit about me. How do I show up? Let's see. So I am a sales coach trainer with a focus on proper communication. So uh, my goal is to really teach people how to communicate properly, not just as a business sense, but just in everyday life, uh, because proper communication will improve all relationships, uh, personal and business relationships, as well as the relationship you have with yourself. So I know a lot of people, they think they're good communicators and they aren't. <laughs> yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean by that? Absolutely. Um, can you give us a definition for what good communication is? Uh, well, being able to listen and not just listen to, you know, the sound, but uh, be able to hear what they are saying and interpret it. So I, I teach the six pillars of, um, of communication. So, you know, you have to be able to assert yourself. You have to be able to listen properly, uh, apply, you know, your listening skills, your clarity, and be able to combine them all into one and, and really make a connection, right? So what is, what, what causes us to open up and be able to communicate on a different level with other people? And it's that safety, right? And, and giving someone that safety, that safety net, that feeling of safety, really helps people communicate on a deeper level. We have many relationships in our lives, but when you take a step back and look at those relationships, are they just like superficial where it's, hi, how are you? And passing while going to the office or walking down the street, or are you at a different level to where that person trusts and relies on you and your input? Mm -hmm. You know, and you talked about sales when you were first talking about, we always tell people we buy from people that we know, like, and trust. Absolutely. But I think there's a lot of people that struggle with really understanding how do I really make somebody know, like, and trust me? Yes, and especially in the, the world of sales, because a lot of times the consumer, and their, from their standpoint, is they're looking at it from a negative, right? They don't want to be sold. They don't want to be you know, get home and regret the purchase or a couple of days later, have that remorse feeling. And how do we avoid that as the salesperson, right? And it's really providing a, an environment that the customer, the consumer feels safe to make the decision, right? So we're not trying to sell anyone anything. We're just trying to give the person the environment to be able to make the proper decision that they are comfortable with. So it's really creating a, a safety net, as always. There's so much in communication, but if we were to pick one thing that a person could, starting out, really begin to focus on, uh, do a little teaching for us and teach us how we could develop that skill. So I always start with body language. It's overlooked, right? We 
we tend to think that communication is what we type, what we say, and, and so on and so forth, but it all starts with your body language. We try not to judge any, anything by what we see, but we naturally do, right? So the person that has their head down, they're not making eye contact, they're not standing up straight, what, what do we feel from that person? What, what sensation, what are they communicating to us? And a lot of times it's a, it's a feeling of lack of confidence, security, so on and so forth. And we don't really trust that person. We don't really trust that they have the knowledge, especially if we're talking about sales or honestly, any type of education. If you're sitting in a classroom, I, I teach middle and high school students. If you're sitting in a classroom and the teacher is not making eye contact, is not having proper um, structure in their body language, so on and so forth, then the students are not going to be open to believing that what they are hearing is actual truth, right? So the one simple thing that we can all start with is put your shoulders back, stand up tall, have your chin up, look out and up instead of down and in. And th these will give a projection and a feeling of confidence and security to the people around you. And they're going to be more inclined to come into that space. You're more open, you're more inviting, and that will be the first step in the communicating. And then the words matter. And then what you say and how you say and how you listen and how you apply what you're hearing, those are the things that come down the road. But you have to make that initial step and it all starts with you and your body language. So what is the downside? What, what does a person find their experience being when they're not a good communicator? There's more hurdles to overcome, right? Uh, we've all had the situation or the, the scenario where either someone said it to us or we said it to someone else where we go, wow, I really didn't know you were like this. I thought you were something else. And that's because, again, we judge people based on a feeling, a sensation that we first acquire through visual and through that, that feeling they give off with their body language, right? So the big downside to it is people not getting the opportunity to really know who you are or you not getting the opportunity to really know who someone else is based on that initial uh, first impression, right? And we always talk about first impressions as you only get one chance at it. Well, that starts with that first visual, that first um, body language movement that we give off and that we receive from others. You know, it strikes me that the uh, potentially hardest part of all of that is we're all so hard on ourselves and we have so many negative thoughts about ourselves. And I mean, how much of that ends up being what we end up projecting out to people? Well, a little while back, I had mentioned the communication with ourselves, right? And that is a crucial point because we've all heard before anyone can love you, you need to love yourself first, right? And there's so much truth in that. Think about the people that we sense that confidence from without ever speaking to them. What type of appearance are they giving off? How do they look? And a lot of times when you get to know that person, you're going to find out that they're very comfortable in the moment. They're very comfortable with their pluses and their minuses. Uh, we all, none of us are perfect and we can never be perfect. So we have to embrace our strengths and our weaknesses and, and really love our whole package before anyone else can get that same sensation. So having a clear communication within yourself that little voice in your head is really important. It's, it's important to pay attention to that and to nurture it, right? We're, again, we're strong at something. So focus on that while in the same aspect, recognizing what we're not as strong with and really not beating yourself up so much because of that weakness, but embracing the fact that you are aware of it and focusing on those other strengths. All of what you're saying reminds me so much of Ogmandino's book, Greatest Salesman in the World, The First Scroll, where he talks about greeting this day with love in my heart. And each person I come to, I will say to them, I love you. 
It's so true, right? And and that first person you greet every day is yourself, right? Absolutely. Well, so we've talked a lot about loving ourselves and then projecting a version of ourselves that we love out into the world. Um, could you get a little more specific for us just in kind of a teaching moment here of something that a person could add into their day um, to help them kind of reorient themselves before they head out into their day? Well, really, uh, we talk a lot about reflection at the end of a day, right? Reflect on the day. Uh, what are you grateful for? Different things like that. Why not start the day that way as well, right? Focus on, you know, what's good, what's happening right now. Write it down, have a little journal. If you're not into writing, uh, I talk about video journal a lot or audio journal. We have all these amazing devices around us. Let's use them for other things other than scrolling through Facebook or Instagram, right? And, and let it record, let it hear yourself and then play it back. And remind yourself that, you know, what you're grateful for, what you're good at, your strengths, your weaknesses, what you plan on working on today, what's the plan for today. Uh, make your bed. <laughs> it sounds like a simple thing, but that accomplishment really sets the table to help you walk out into the world and start your day on a positive note instead of, you know, dreading where you're going or where you're headed. Hmm. It's really actually so much more powerful than I think we give it credit for, those little things. You know, I served eight years in the military, and one of the things you hear over and over and over again is pay attention to detail. And it's so true. The, these small, minute little things that we take for granted add up to these major accomplishments in our lives. So it's really important to take that time and it could be, it doesn't have to be first thing in the day, end of the day. There is no perfect equation. It's just being aware of it and taking that time to reflect on those little things and focusing on them and really appreciating them for what they are. So Bill, for a person who would like to go deeper with you on this, how can they get in contact with you? What do you have available for them? So uh, I have my website, professionalsuccesssouth.com. So we, as a company, we evaluate companies, individuals. Uh, I can work with you one-on-one -on -one and I can work with your team and my teammates can work with your team as well and, and build structures that really help businesses and help individuals work not only with the clients or potential clients, but also that internal communication and how are we operating internally, right? Does, does the, the person at the top and, and the person at the bottom have the same clarity as far as where we're headed and the communication is open. I really appreciate all your help and advice. Bill, thanks so much for being on the show with us here today. Thank you so much for having me. I really truly hope that you got a lot of things, that you have pages of notes of ways that you can live your ultimate life. What does life look like? What is your life going to do, going to be? How are you going to thrive in your own personal life? What are you going to do? What are you going to say? How's it going to be to just simply be the best you that you can be? I love the whole concept of living your ultimate life because really... I mean, I just can't think of anything better than to maximize the you that is you. To do the things you do in this world and have fulfillment from them in your own personal life as well. Not just simply, um, you know, getting through on the day-to-day -day basis, but really truly thriving in your life, in your business, in your day-to-day. -day. When you go to retire, if you do, I mean, I've talked to a few friends of mine and they're like, I don't know if I'm ever gonna retire. I hope that I can work until I'm, you know, 105 years old. And then maybe, maybe we'll revisit this whole retiring thing after that. Um, and I know other people that they're like, you know, 
um, I would like to retire at about 35. Um, and all of us are older than 35 now and we didn't do that, <laughs> is basically what I'm saying. Um, you know, but whatever your ultimate life is, I hope that you first have a view of that so that you have a picture of this is what my ultimate life would look like and then you do the things that it takes to move from here to your ultimate life. Sounds good, doesn't it? Now, yeah, I can hear my own mind, so yours is probably saying it too, say, but Steve, there's so many things in life and I'm not making the money that I want to make and I don't live where I really want to live and I currently am not living my ultimate life, so why would I believe that that's out there and available in my future? You see, here's the thing. Number one, your mind cannot distinguish between what it vividly imagines and what is real and actually happened. So the biggest piece of that is you have to be able to see it. What the mind can conceive and believe, it then can achieve. All success happens in their mind. If you've ever watched an athlete, I love watching American Ninja Warrior, um, you know, they'll get to all of, or at least some of the harder ones for them, obstacles on the obstacle course, and they will stop for a minute. And sometimes they'll even move their hands as they're thinking and visualizing in their mind, this is how I'm going to make this steps. This is where I'm going to put my hands. This is how that is going to go. And in their mind, they've already made it from this end to the other end of that particular obstacle. And then their body just purely and simply complies with what the mind has already seen. Our mind is an amazing calculator that can really do those kind of things. If we ask it the right questions, how can I do this thing versus why can't I that other thing? You see, I'm careful with my verbiage. I don't want to ask my, my mind things that are questions that are negative about me or things that are questions that take me down a bad path. I'm responsible for controlling my mind and then using it powerfully to make the difference that I'm intended to make in this world. Each of us has the powerful opportunity to do that, to move from where we are now to being truly financially free and to making the impact in this world that each of us was made for. Because you are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose. And the world, it does need you. Now I know there are times when it may not feel that way. There are times when you're like, I'm not living my ultimate life today. But I want you to, even in the rough days, even in the tough days, know, have clearly defined what your ultimate life is so that then you are always striving towards the goal of that versus that particular thing that you may be going through while it's called today. Maximize today. Make the best use of today. Be the best you you can be as you live every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com, schedule a talk with Steve,
believe. It's risk-free. It's guaranteed. It's proven. We've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve. Reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now. What are you waiting for? Grab a pen. Here we go. All you got to do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. You